You are listening to MOG Channel. guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel where we help you to see a real and practical christianity from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back so i would admonish that if you have not listened to the past four five six seven episodes you should go back listen to those ones and then come back here but then since most likely you will not do that so let's continue all right so we're looking at the best gift today and we're taking our text from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. It says, But eagerly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. So, what's Paul talking about? He just mentions in 1 Corinthians 12, there he mentions about nine gifts. Then he says, Desire the best gifts. So, what is this dude talking about? Now, the thing about Bible interpretation is that when you're studying your Bible, you don't want to make the mistake of leaving things out let me explain there's what we call the rule of context the rule of context states that the bible was not written in chapters and verses and so it means that it's man who divided the bible into chapters and verses for easier reference what we mean by that is simple if i say first corinthians 6 verse 4 you can find it and then we can easily find the text back in those days they had no such thing so if we wanted to find first corinthians chapter 4 or that particular line we would have to probably maybe know the scroll very well or know the book i don't they didn't even use books in that time <laughs> know the scroll know the book and find a way to navigate maybe just put something there like it was just very messy so they referenced it so that we could easily find it but then one thing that it did to the minds of us especially us pentecostals is that it just seemed to demarcate the bible so many times when we study the bible we don't consider the verses before the verses after we just pick that verse that we're looking at and say okay this is what this verse is saying but you cannot remove a thing from context and understand it you must look at it within the context of the matter so this particular text that paul is saying so i show you a more excellent way is the last verse in first corinthians chapter 12 so we can assume that when we enter 13 we're going to find elements of what paul meant so by the time you go to 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1, you see he starts, he says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. So it means he's talking about love. He's talking about love. The next verse says, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand them all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. So you see, he begins to talk about the gifts of the Spirit says if i have taught i speak with tongues of men and angels i've said before there's nothing like tongues of angels he's just let me use the word emphasizing so if you like go oh, let's be tongues of men tongues of angels anyone if you like maybe i should have even added tongues of demons he says if i don't have love i'm a a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal you know like i'm just making noise right he says, if I have the gift of prophecy and I understand all mysteries. So you see that that means the gift of prophecy has something to do with mysteries, to unveiling mysteries. It's an all knowledge and, you know, though I have all faith, that I can move mountains. So you see the gift of faith. When that gift of faith is in operation, you see that it, it can do and undo. It can do things that normally you would not comprehend. It's God's faith that gives a boost to your own faith. Anyway, I'm supposed to teach that. I'm jumping the gun. I'm supposed to teach that like episodes further so 
He says, and I have not love, I am nothing. Then look at verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, and I have not love, it profits me nothing. And he says, love suffers long, love is kind, love is patient. So you see that he's talking about love. And it keeps going. First Corinthians 13 verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So you are seeing he's still referring to love. Then he now ends with um that's verse 13 and now abides faith hope love these three but the greatest of these is love are you seeing that so first corinthians 13 is about love so when he says i show you a more excellent way the more excellent way is love a more the more excellent way to desire the best gift is love meaning that love should be the motive love should come before any gift when you walk in love you will know the best gift for a situation so there's a tendency for many people to want to show themselves when they operate the gifts for example, if you operate a lot in word of knowledge, you know that it is a, it's a gift that can give you wings when you are accurate and it's like you know things. People will be like, man, that guy is powerful. That guy is, wow. If you need to wear humility to operate the gifts of the Spirit because they seem to put you on a pedestal when you operate them. In fact, let me say this. If you operate the gifts of the Spirit, whatever you say next, people will always take as I meant that so people can teach rubbish, preach rubbish from the Bible. No one will listen to them. The moment they start flowing gifts, bah, someone is falling on the power. Hey, healings are happening. Miracles are happening everywhere. Hey, chineke. Next thing, ah, it's what we call mind resetting. People are like, anything the person says next, people usually believe. Because if this person gets power, then this person must know God. <laughs> well, it's not always true. Gifts of the Spirit are in nature. So, <laughs> it doesn't really follow like that. So, he's telling us that love should precede the gifts. You should walk in love first before you operate the gifts. Now, let's look at the next. You know what we say? We're dealing with context. So, let's flow into the next verse. So, the next verse, which is the next chapter, is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. It says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. So, there's something interesting here. You see, he says, he basically summarizes chapter 13. He says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, which is what we've been saying. But then he says, but especially that you may prophesy. Now, the question is, why is it prophecy? What's so special about prophecy? Why is he saying, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts? Now, we've already said that um, from 13, we're seeing that love must be before the gift. But it also tells us that every gift that manifests if it's from love it means it will suit the situation so it means that if i for example see a person who is sick right that person doesn't need to know how accurate i am with word of knowledge it's not that i say your mom's name is this your auntie's name is this this that, that, that. No, no no at that point the person is healing so compassion should flow from me to the person to heal the person if a person is confused and lacks direction it's not that point i should try to tell the person i can heal do you understand what i'm saying like it should be that the gift suits the situation right that is how the gift should be administered so in that in that sense there's no best gift really if you look at that particular sense the best gift is the best is the gift for the situation but then he now says that co aside from that that he says you should prophesy he says pursue love desired gifts but especially let me prophesy so why now to know why it's 
let's look at life life is a very wonderful thing life if you live in this world life can be very bleak there are many things that can happen to you life can happen to you um you can lose friends you can lose family you can lose loved ones like life is highly unpredictable and there are some times where you get to a situation or point where you actually do not know what to do you're not sure the next step to take at such stages of your life which happens a lot you will need something in particular and that thing is called hope now why is he saying but rather that you may prophesy it's because that prof hey did i say that prof oh my god english is not my (laughs) mother tongue but it's because prophecy contains a certain element that is peculiar to all the gifts prophecy contains three things now look at it first corinthians 14 verse 3 says but one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening encouragement and comfort so if a person prophesies he will what strengthen he will what encourage and he will comfort these are things you cannot do without you don't need healing every time you don't need miracles every time you don't need breakthroughs every time you don't need the word of knowledge every time you don't even need i mentioned in one earlier podcast that word of wisdom is actually one that you need every single time it's true but in a certain sense it's not also every single time that you need a word of wisdom word of wisdom is more solution oriented what to do do you get but you see prophecy is about encouraging it's about comfort it's about strength if you live in this world this is something you will need every period of your life you will need it in every area of your life in family life you will need it in business you will need it in your spiritual work you will need it in your career you will need it in your business you will need it because life the way life is right now not the way god designed life life is designed to hit you life is designed to come at you life is designed to frustrate you it is what by man surrendered to satan in the beginning that's what we have made the world and so prophecy contains what we need at every point in time i mean right now don't you need some encouraging don't you need some strengthening but it's not even like normal encouragement for example like you know you say hey Pele, it is well ah they burned out your house hey sorry don't worry it is fine everything will be fine no that is not what prophecy is prophecy goes beyond that prophecy actually contains powerful elements that can help change your situation when you prophesy or when a person prophesies to you the power of god is actually released towards your situation so it's not just ah you know uh it's okay no no there's power released when you're prophesied to the power of god comes alive if you remember the story that we gave of a certain king in the old testament who was was he accosted he was being he was surrounded by several kings and he didn't know what to do right that is the the king whose name was uh most this guy uh i forgot his name but then he was having some serious okay king jehoshaphat yeah king jehoshaphat and he was having issues because several kings came to attack him and he's like what will i do and he went to seek the lord and a prophet or somebody was anointed by god in the assembly and the person spoke person prophesied actually and the person gave words of wisdom because the truth is that prophecy prophecy it by its nature is just inspired utterance prophecy just means to speak by inspiration do you understand so it means that whenever i speak under the inspiration of god i'm prophesying so 
I can be prophesying and preaching. You know, when we preach, we are preaching under the inspiration of God. We are inspired to preach. The power of God is on us and we are talking. When we are prophesying, we can give a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. It can cut across all the gifts. Exactly, it can cut across all the gifts when you are prophesying. So, the guy actually prophesied and he told them, don't be afraid of dismayed. And he said, don't worry, God is going to do things. And basically give them instructions on what to do. And the battle turned around. But you see that it didn't just give them wisdom. The thing comforted them. These are people who were in anguish. And the gift comforted, comforted them. Man, English is really, really hard these days. It comforted them. So it contains powerful elements. It will do something about your situation. It will change your situation. It will give you hope. It will show you that, look, there is a future for you. Prophecy usually, aside from function like the other gifts, is a message from God. It will send a message to you. Now, there's so much I want to say about this particular uh, topic. But the thing is, I've already thought on this. Because aside from this podcast, I also teach people every single week, every single Friday. And so I've taught on this. I really did some serious work on this. And so I'm not going to really spend time breaking this down further. If you want to learn more about this particular topic, you can always message me. Um... And I'll send you the audio of when I taught this. So <laughs> we're just ha- going to have to stop here. And the takeaway should just be that, look, the reason why prophecy is called the best gift is because everybody needs prophecy. Everybody needs that encouragement. Everybody needs that empowerment. Everybody needs hope. If you need hope in this life, then you need prophecy. You see that? People who kill themselves are people who have come to the end of their rope and there's no hope and so they take their lives but you see a person who has hope can keep on keeping on keep on moving on so if you're there you're in despair you're down you're depressed what you need in your life is prophecy you need something to hold on to hold on to and so yes you should have prophecy first from god meaning that you should be able to you are a spiritual person should be able to pray spend time with god and let god speak to you and give you hope god will always give you hope and that hope is an empowerment that things will get better that there's always a silver lining that that the skies will clear and the sun will shine there's always that element in god and then the next part is have people spiritual people around you who prophesy regularly have friends you can call on the phone and prophesy to them and they can prophesy to you and you keep the hope burning so that when they talk to you and prophesy the same thing that was in your heart what happens is that it strengthens you it says yes it confirms things so you need people like that in your life you need such people so get someone like that today well we have come to the end of today's podcast i hope you learned something you definitely learned something so This is me signing out. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.essien. P-S-T dot E-S-S-I-E-N. See you there.